I'm Connor Barrow, one of all Classical Portland's youth roving reporters, telling the stories of our vibrant local art scene. Once, my grandmother and I were watching a live concert, and I was struck by the technical skill and expression that was communicated by the artist. She said to me, yeah, that's not canned music. I remembered this when I recently went to see the Portland Baroque Orchestra, who specialize in playing 300-year-old music in modern times on instruments like the ones that would have been used in that time period. The results are definitely not canned. Before the concert, I spoke with PBO's longtime violinist, Adam Lamont. I wanted to know whether his introduction to period music was a singular moment or a gradual realization. It was actually a singular moment. I was at Manhattan School of Music and my theory teacher brought out a musical example and put in a CD and the lovely sounds of Corelli played on period instruments came through the speakers and it was just so gorgeous I had never heard the theorbo and, and portative organ and gut string sound like that and it was an instant light bulb in me and yeah I, I never looked back. With music and techniques that are so old, how is it that you can interpret the piece so well, and where did you get the training? Yeah, that's a good question. If only we had recordings of Corelli and Vivaldi themselves playing, I'm not sure what we would find. We, we, we're guessing. It's educated guessing, of course, uh, but we can use historical treatises, we can use writings at the time, uh, descriptions, we can use paintings to see how they held the instruments and what kind of bows they used, and we have historical artifacts, of course, violins that have been discovered that have not been changed uh, or messed with since the 17th and 18th centuries. But beyond that, we're kind of guessing, and it's like a kind of a live museum piece in a way. That's Adam Lamott, playing some Vivaldi with the Portland Baroque Orchestra. After all our talk about period instruments, I asked Adam about his violin and received a surprising response. So right now I'm not playing on an old instrument, I'm playing on a copy of a Guarneri model um, that I love, that works very well with gut strings and, 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 and likes me. So. <laughs> In what ways would you say that this Guarneri violin affects your sound? That's a good question. Um, you know, every violin is so different. and. Uh, I've played Stradivaries that were not very good. They didn't project well, they were difficult to manage, and then others just seem to play themselves, and they're, they're amazing. I've played one Guarneri del Gesù, it was somewhat of an early one, and it, at least in the room that I was in, in the violin shop, it seemed like nothing. I mean, it was interesting, I, I had to sort of puzzle it, like, I had to figure it out, but it wasn't big and luscious and wow, I love you, that kind of sound. It was much more subtle than that. Um, I imagine that those great violins need a huge space to really project their sound and to be appreciated. But, you know, for us, at least in the period instrument world, we're not playing to thousands of people. We're playing to hundreds of people, as they would have in the Baroque time. So we don't need violins that are super big sounding. We need instruments that are sweet and that have a great sonority to them. Adam has been playing this music for decades. So I asked him how he manages to keep his enthusiasm. 
that's, that's something that we all have to always consider when we're preparing, especially a public concert, because the point of a public concert is to share your love of the music and to give your audience a chance to step outside of their lives and to step into another world. And so I always have to remember that despite trouble in rehearsal or being in a bad mood or whatever happening in your life, you go on stage and you have to drop everything at the stage door and really um, open yourself up. And hopefully you've practiced enough and you've polished everything enough that it not only sounds polished and professional, but creates a beautiful environment for your audience. And I, I think that most of what inspires us is the music itself that we play, because most of it is, is really quite special. Living in an era where you can listen to any music at the touch of a button can make it easy to forget how special, even magical, this kind of performance can be. I'm Connor Barrow. To learn how you can become a youth roving reporter and to learn more about The Joy Project, visit allclassical.org joy. The Joy Project is generously sponsored by Albina Holdings.